Welcome to Sexology 101. Listen to this. Go in your bedroom. Get in the bed. Turn off the lights. Have sex. This is your girl, Miss Sapphire, and I'd like to say welcome to Erotic City Radio. Tonight, oh my goodness, we got a good episode. We like to call this Let's Be Honest, because get it, let's get it right. Women, the female bodies, just ultimately sexy. Am I right? (laughs) And we got a special guest tonight. It's a dear, dear friend of mine, Miss Rachel, is here with everybody tonight. Hello, everybody. So it's so good to bring in extra hands when needed, if possible. And what better yet, it's Sunday. Hope you guys had a wonderful week. I had quite, quite a week, might I just say. Your girl Sapphire got some. And what better way to say it than with this episode? I mean, a nice new lady on the side, nice little dime piece, and it was good. It was good. It was good. What's that? What's that shake for? Because you're a player. I'm not a player. I'm just saying I like to get it in when I get it in. And everybody knows who knows this show, Sapphire loves her sex capades. And I have not been ranting about my sex capades lately. Have you noticed, B? I have not, and I'm happy. You're happy? About your ranting about the bad ones? Or you said I haven't just, just sex capades? Just sex capades in general. Like, when's the last time that I was talking about getting some? On the show. On the show. That was that was a while ago. That was a while ago. It was well overdue. So damn it, I had to say it. I got me some sweet lady kisses last week, and I got some on Friday. And let me just say, the female body can just keep going and going and going like an energizer bunny. I am like, my poussoir is done at this point. I'm so sore. I'm done. I'm just fucking done at this point. So anyways, for tonight, we got just quite a lineup. We got everything before um, our lesbianistics, our lesbianist terms. We got our sexy playtime, playlists and chicks and flicks, the whole nine yards. Rachel's going to give us some spiels. We're going to tell you where the hottest hotspots for lesbians are in the L.A. and Bay Area, respectively. Because, you know, D has to hold it down while she's up in the Bay Area. Well... I don't really hold it down. I just kind of make sure I stay in the loop so I know where the (laughs) hangout spots are and stuff. Yes. And we've had quite our journeys together, you know, in the Castro. We've had quite quite a time up in there. I remember one time we went down to the Castro. We'll talk about the place later. But Dee had to hold a girl up because I started falling asleep in the bar. And the man was like, your homegirl's got to go. And Dee's like, no, no, sir, she's good. She's good. Get your ass up. Do you remember this? This is when we no. went with. This is when we went. I think we went out for like our sushi date, and then we said, you know what? Because Chelsea was with us. Uh, yeah, I remember. I remember where we went. I and then we remember. took that horrible cab ride home, where yes. I passed out. Yes. Girl was gone. Well, Girl I mean, it's not like you threw up anywhere, so we're all good. <laughs> Yes, because I always do it classy. I never do it trashy. 
always classy. But anyways, let's get on to some statistics. First of all, let me just represent for California. We are holding it down with 90,000 gay couples. That's gay and lesbian couples in the state of California. Not to mention, it's a beautiful week to be gay because now we just got four more states legalized for gay marriage, correct? Correct. So it's good. You know, change has happened. Election time is over. You know, regardless if you're, you know, happy with the candidacy or not, I mean, the election season is over. We don't have to talk about, you know, how bad those ads were, how bad it was to hear every five minutes, you know, some political ad. I know people are done with their phone lines. I was about to cut my phone off. If somebody called my phone one more time to ask me who I was going to vote for, I was going to blow up my phone. I started telling that Deirdre Bridget had moved and <laughs> was no longer it was too a much. of the United States. I'm like, how the hell did you get my cell phone number, though? Like, I didn't it's ask... It's amazing how they get that information. Like, I still don't understand how no. they got it, because I never filled out anything political with my name on it. Mm. I hate it. It was just annoying. And then, like, they would get you, like, in the morning. They would get you, like, right before dinner time. Like, they knew. They knew your fucking schedule. Like, oh, so the Bowers or, you know, the Joneses, they're not going to be on, you know, around home around like 12 o'clock so let's just get them at 4 35 o'clock let's bug them i had somebody call us up at 7 30 in the morning and i said what the fuck and hung up the phone like i'm, I'm like, like kids to school now yes. i'm like ain't nobody got time for that ain't nobody I got time why you answered i'd have been like uh, <laughs> well it was the ha- business hours lord it's just like a booty call hour people call between the hours of like anywhere before 10 just have that standard procedure and it's fine. If we treated politics like sex, everybody would just be fucking, nobody would be mad at each other, you know, things would be good. But going back to, you know, lesbians, because I love women. We all love women. <laughs> but I don't know why this symbol was represented, but back in the 70s, somebody decided to do a lavender rhino with a heart as the <laughs> sign for lesbianism. Why can't it just be a beautiful picture of breasts with a heart? Because they think we horny. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we horny all the time. Lesbians be walking around. I'm horny. I got some your woman boner. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go prick myself today. Mm-hmm. Like a rhino. What? You- well, I mean, you're walking around with the, a rhinoceros. Buttons, sticker, sticker, t-shirt, yeah, panties. It was the seventies. Everything was symbolic. All these movements had a symbol, and the symbol couldn't just be something obvious. It had to be something that was really out there. So I, I could, and the reason why they used a rhino was because it was docile until provoked. Yes, thus meaning horny. Thus meaning horny. No. Docile until provoked. Provoke meaning horny. I said it. Damn it. It just didn't mean in a sexual way. But if you want to take that way, fine. Yes, because you know Sapphire be talking all about the sex anyways. Period. Done. Blank. Done said. We're done here. I know. Your face is like, shut the hell up. Just shut up. Okay. (laughs) Now, people, let's get this straight. Bisexuality is not a phase once and for all. Can we just put this out in the open? All right, I, for one, am bisexual, not because it's a phase. 
not because it's a fad in the media. It's because I knew at a young age that I liked women and I liked men. Like, my first woman crush, call it corny if you will, was Janet Jackson. That woman's boobs were delicious. They still are. Okay, still are. And she's like, what, in her 50s? Still delicious boobs. I would love to nestle my face in those boobs. Any day. If they said you can have an interview with Janet Jackson, turn off the lights, put on all her sexy songs, and that's it. Janet, I'm going to show you. You're going to turn me. I'm going to turn your ass out. You're going to show me all the lyrics to your song with this session right now. Yes, I done said it. So if you know Janet Jackson personally, fans, hook Sapphire up because she needs some uh, Janet Jackson loving. <laughs> so you better warn Janet Jackson first. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Who said anything about a bed? Who said anything about a bed? We can just call it the bedroom, the bathroom rendezvous since y'all always said it's me and bathrooms that we got to keep away from. You're the one that said that. I'm just saying. I'm justifying it now. I didn't say that unless you said it. You're the one that said that. That's another thing. If I go out to WeHo with you, Rachel, you must keep me out of all the bathrooms. I don't care if I say I have to go pee. Just get me out of the bathrooms. No, no, no. You can go, you can go pee, but someone has to accompany you. And it has to be someone you know. And someone you know, even when you're drunk, you would not hit on them. Wait, can we just... Them exactly. That's Thank what God I was going to say. attendance. <laughs> I, I swear. Might, but hey, I might fuck a bathroom attendant if they're good looking. You know, no. there's never a good looking bathroom attendant. It's always, thank you, can I give you a towel? <laughs> it's perfect. They offer you gum, they offer you spray, and unless you like that kind of treatment, yeah, you know, no. I'll just go with you. Yes, we'll, we'll go with safe. Me. We'll keep it safe and kosher. Like, no rendezvous in the bathroom. They see Sapphire, they've just got to say, Sapphire, I'm sorry, girl, you ain't using our bathrooms. You ain't using our bathrooms. And if pretty honey says, come me to the bathroom, no, honey, I'm allergic to bathrooms. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. I'm allergic to bathrooms. But as I said, going back, bisexuality is not a phase. Once they are bisexual, people are bisexual. Um, there's a lot of theories out there that once a bisexual marries a man or a bisexual man marries a woman, they're just going to stick to, you know, that sex but that's not entirely true they will have those bisexual tendencies they probably will probably see a pretty man or a pretty lady down the street and be still sexually attracted to them even though they're in a monogamous relationship anybody else want to sign off on that i mean yep agreed yeah to the utmost extent i mean i think that's one of the highest uh points of cheating yes you know, a bisexual woman married to a man or in a relationship with a man, and you know they're getting with a woman on the side. Definitely, definitely, because I, I mean, it could definitely what it can do. It could definitely harm that relationship because maybe they're not being vocal to their partner. Like, hey, maybe we could bring a third party into the bedroom, or hey, I need to be honest with you. I am a bisexual. Because there are a lot of couples out there that might not even vocalize the fact about their sexual orientation before they met them. Or maybe they are conscious about it, but they don't talk enough about it. So that could lead to definite possible cheating. 
Definitely. Dee, did you want to say something? Well, I mean, you kind of already hit the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I have to say about um, being bisexual from people that I know that are, um, especially people I know that are in like the LGBTQIP, whatever alphabet <laughs> soup um, community, um, it's funny, like I was telling Sapphire earlier, was that uh, different people in this community look at the at, look at bisexuals and go, "You're just confused." But yeah, that's really not what it is. It has nothing to do with being confused. And if you really think about it, you know, back back in the day, like this is what my uncle's my uncle who is um, gay has told me. Just being gay, liking the same sex, mm-hmm. people thought you were confused. So I don't really understand, like, how are you going to say one person is confused when some people still label people who are lesbian and gay as being confused? It's Definitely. not being confused. You know that you like men and women. Yeah. I mean, so, that doesn't sound confused to me. You know what no. you like. I know what I like at the same time. And it's like a bisexual, which we'll go over the terms. I mean, at the end of the day, I do know what I like. I like men. I like women. Sexually, mentally, and physically. I do participate in sexual acts with both parties. And that doesn't just classify me as being confused. I mean, I joke around and just say I'm being greedy. Because I do like both. And when it does come to that decision of whether or not I'm going to be monogamous with either a man or a woman, that will be at my discretion. And I will full-heartedly open that up to my relationship and say, look this is how I'm going to be feeling for the rest of my life. Either you love me for that or we don't need to be together. Like you have to, you kind of do have to take it as, you know, as you will. Also an interesting fact, and we were kind of talking about it earlier was this whole researchers fact that they were talking about lesbians and even gay people and their fingers, how you can tell if they're being gay, if they are gay by the whole finger measurements. Now, we're still kind of unclear, you know, as to if it means if it's shorter or longer, but they're saying from what we have is that researchers have found that to identify a lesbian or a gay is by their fingers saying that it's usually like the man's, it's usually shorter, their index finger is shorter than their ring finger. What do you think about that, Rachel? I mean, I think it's just kind of like a throw-up, because I know straight girls that, you know, I've seen them with guys from, you know, beginning to end, and married with kids now, and whatnot, Yeah, that it's the opposite, as the shorter than, or longer than, you know, whatever, whatever it is, I mean, I've, I've seen both, like, it is shorter, it is longer, and it's... Sometimes it doesn't always go, but, you know, sometimes it does go. It's exactly. just kind of a throw-up. People are all different shapes and sizes, and you never really know what you're going to get. So, just kind of depends. All around. And, actually, actually, we do have time to answer one quick question, too. This is a shout-out from our favorite, one of our favorites, Hit Him With A Smile, tweeted in. He was like, what is the trick for getting a lesbian that is in a relationship to do a threesome with a guy? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it happens. It does happen. It's not like it's uncommon. I don't know how you would go about that. So I, <laughs> you know, I think I'm just gonna pop in here. I just think that it depends on the women themselves 
and you know how their relationship is if they're you know a couple that is willing to experience and try new things or say you have one lesbian in the relationship and you have one bisexual girl in the relationship you know they might want to venture out and try new things or you know two lesbians whatever it is it just depends on how comfortable they are in their relationship first and foremost yeah because no one ever wants to feel uncomfortable in their relationship and especially within their sexual acts no one wants to feel uncomfortable so it's all a matter of how the couple is how comfortable they are with each other and you know other people coming into their relationship if it is you know a once a week thing a once a month thing you know whenever you feel like it type thing both parties just have to be comfortable definitely with the boundaries and how often and when and yeah. who it is because once you open up that third party into the bedroom you're leading it to a whole new world of pandora's box especially yep. you brought up an interesting point saying about if the lesbian couple one happens to be full lesbian and the other one fully is bisexual okay that can open a lot of trust issues okay they probably let's just put it into a scenario the bisexual woman you know has been known to have both sexual relationships with a man and a woman Mm -hmm. the girlfriend probably had her issues with that saying you know when you're in a relationship with me that's meaning you're in a relationship with me we cannot you cannot go behind my back you need to be honest with me like i understand your feelings but this is just you and i woman Mm -hmm. to woman there is no third party so if you're gonna do that you kind of have to have a real sit down conversation as we always say in erotic city we always try to say that communication is the best policy so hit them with a smile communication makes or breaks a relationship it really does interested in another person that's not and you're trying to figure out how to get a threesome to go on but you know you haven't really talked about with the other person and you know they're probably not going to be interested you're going to have a whole bunch of issue, issues oh, that are yeah. going to lead to you not have getting any at all. <laughs> so That's true. It's true. Definitely communicate first. Before you ask us how do we get, how, how do you make that happen, ask your partner if they're interested. Well, I'm, like, well, from his question, I'm thinking he wants to ask a couple. A couple. I mean, correct oh. us if we're wrong. Yeah, because he's saying, he's saying, what is the trick in getting a lesbian that is in a relationship to do a threesome with the guy? But then so I'm guessing no trick to like get yeah. it. It has to be the woman or the couple coming to you, that couple coming to you and saying, "Hey, you know, we've talked through this and we realize that it's not going to damage our relationship." You know, it's it's focusing more on the couple and less as yourself. It's just, it's more about them coming to you. I don't right. think there's a way of tricking a girl into saying, hey, you and you, me and your girlfriend should all get into bed together. Yeah, because if you start bringing, like, the whole tricks in there, they I'm sorry. Creep. Creeper, there's going to be a <laughs> lot of fighting. I mean, lesbians can fight. Gay people can fight if they wanted to. We they can bust down. They can bust some ass. Let me just put that yeah. in a bigger perspective. They know how to fight, okay, like anybody else. So you definitely don't want to just like sneak attack and try to trick a girl into having a threesome with you, the girlfriend, and the other girlfriend. So everybody has to be honest. And might I add, if you know a lesbian friend, don't try to do it with the friend. Don't smash the homie. Just don't smash the homie. Those always end up bad anyways. Um, Especially if you have mutual friends. Yeah. Yeah. Like I... 
I'll, I'll put it in perspective. I messed around with a chick, and she wanted to bring in a third guy. We weren't really dating, but I mean, like, we were pretty much exclusive at the time. She ended up being with that guy and left me. So I was kind of upset with that kind of thing. Because it's very like, touchy subject. Yeah, it's very touchy. Yeah. So it can lead into a whole lot of infidelities. But if you know that you can get it, by all means, have fun with it. Be safe. Don't use the same condom in each act. Everybody has their rules and regulations. Respect them at the end of the day. And make them up before you engage Yes, in make them up before you engage all the time. Now let's get into some lesbianist terms. All right, people have the terms of, like, being a lesbian, bisexual, bi-curious. And, Rachel, I would think this is more fitting for you to explain, but there are different types of lesbians in this category. Oh, yes. Definitely. So, first of all, a, a lesbian is a woman who is solely emotionally, physically, and, emotion- um, and sexually attracted to solely women. There is no male category she does not go to the sausage factory she is a lesbian okay at the end of the day it's not like being a bisexual where you are emotionally physically and sexually attracted to both sides of the party however you might date a man and not date a woman but still be attracted to that woman but you might be sexually attracted to a man at the time so going on with lesbians what are some types of lesbians out there um, I'd say the most popular term in uh, the LGBTQ world is dyke and femme. I guess the the dyke or you know the butch is the more masculine of the uh, you know genre of the lesbian community. Um, femme, it's, it's like a purses and wallets thing. It's like you know <laughs> that, that's how we refer to it. I like, it's that. like I'm a purse, so I'm not gonna go off date in a purse because that's just how I am. Yeah. I'm not, you know, gonna date another girl that carries a purse, wears the skirt, wears the heels and whatnot because that's just not me. I'd rather be with a more masculine I carry a wallet, I wear my baggy jeans, you know, I got my vest on, my cut off shirt. Go All girl. those things that go with being a butch or a dyke or um, the less used terms now are stud and then you kind of have that in between which is a femme and a stud mixed together, which makes a stem. Which is kind of like that, you know, I do carry a purse when it's convenient. But, you know, I carry a wallet. And if I have to put on a dress, I'll put it on. I'm not going to wear, you know, a suit to my mama's wedding. But <laughs> I'll put on a skirt. So you have you have to have that, like, in between. And there's, you know, we all know that one lesbian. Oh, yeah. Who's, you know, she, she double goes. She in between. And she looks good doing it, too. Oh, yeah. I'm- I'm sorry, like, Rachel right now, I wish everybody could see her. Like, I'm looking busted as hell. I'm I'm just going to openly admit it. It's a fuck it Sunday. <laughs> Rachel just got off of work, but I'm like, damn, the girl is just, like, head to toe, just in dapper, looking sexy as usual. Not to mention, she is my cousin, so I can't even say anything further than that. <laughs> but <laughs> she is hot, y'all. We're going to put it out there. Hey. Like a lady. Hey. <laughs> But, I mean, honestly, you know, there are definitely, you can always tell by a different lesbian. And, like, one thing that cracks me up the most, and sometimes I do get offended for my lesbian friends who are more butch-looking, is the first thing, like, a friend of mine who is just, like, completely oblivious to the culture is, oh, so do you wear packing? 
you yes. know do you pack do you, do you pack tape? do you tape all that and I'm like if I was in that situation I would be so uncomfortable but don't always assume just because she dresses like a man she's going through that change or she's you know transitioning don't always assume say, that's, that that's different than just being you know like if you're in the process of transitioning yeah that's a, a different a different perspective that's different yeah it's a different orientation within itself so i mean just because they dress like a dude don't just go around assuming like they want to be a dude i mean this is the 21st I, century i think that's the problem a lot of people will be like okay well yeah they dress butch so they ident- they're trying to identify with a man but that's not necessarily no. what it is it's just more comfortable it's <laughs> Just more comfortable. More comfortable. And I'm going to say it's a hell of a lot cheaper. I'm sorry. I go broke buying new shoes and heels and shit. I wish I could rock the whole baggy jeans. Oh, no, no. Levi's, my girl spends (laughs) money on her Levi's. She drops. You get a good pair of jeans. Goddamn. Yeah, you get Levi's up in there. And they're costly. Like. They're they're up there, and then those new yeah. pair of kicks that gotta go with the new jeans. Oh and the lord, now. yes. So it's the Never same mind. for us purses and us wallets. It is the same. Term of the night, ladies and gentlemen: purses and wallets. Don't leave home without it. That's it. <laughs> Don't leave home. Now, being bisexual, as we said before, is a someone like Sapphire, who is both physically attracted and sexually attractive, as well as mentally attracted to both sex. Um. I've had experiences with both. As I said, over the weekend, I had an experience with a woman. It was great. Sex was great. Everything. It's good. And at the end of the day, I still like men, too. So men, don't worry. still like you. But I had sex with a woman, and it was great. (laughs) Just, that's how it is. And one thing, you know, being a bisexual woman, I don't like being confronted by men all the time. If they see me with a woman, and the first thing they're going to assume is, well, hey, why don't we just make this a third party? Like, I think that is so fucking disgusting. And, like, unless if I come to you initiating it, don't just walk up to me and assume that we're going to be boning. And that brings me to another question by our friend again. <laughs> From Mr. Hit Him With The Smile. He asks, is it possible for a lesbian to switch to liking dick? If she switches to liking dick, then she was never a lesbian to begin with. Which kind of brings us to our term uh, that we have on here. Yes. And that is a lug. It a is lug. a lesbian until graduation. Yep. Which means in her phases of high school <laughs> or college, she is going around, I am a lesbian, I am strong, I am proud, and she's all over the place with women, but maybe it was just a trial phase. Maybe yeah. she was just being bi-curious. She and was experimenting. She was experimenting. And she figured out that in the long run, it's a man in it's her life. <laughs> That's it. She just needed to lay off the dick. I mean, I gotta say this. Lesbians until graduation, most likely, those are the hoes that were fucking too much dick. It said, I need to retire from the dick. Let me go to the, um, to the fish factory, bang a couple fish out, then come back to the sausage factory after I'm done. Just like, what's that Amish thing that they do when oh, they go and live out, yeah, you know, everything? I don't know what it's called. I don't know Not the term. to offend, you know, Amish people, but it's kind of like that. They go through that phase where it's like, 
like Rachel said, I'm loud and proud. I love women, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait, it's my senior year. I'm graduating. Time to go marry a dude. <laughs> you know. I was going to say is the article that I'm later going to talk about brings this up, but I don't know if it's necessarily lesbians wanting to, I guess, go back to dick or whatever, but there's a large um, number of lesbian couples who, when they decide they want to get pregnant, instead of going through the, the, I guess, legitimate process of sperm donor and all that stuff, they will find a, you know, maybe a friend or something like that just to get pregnant. Yeah. This is from what the article is talking about. That article was talking about um, something else pertaining to lesbians, but that was the only other thing that I could think of where you're, you you still come out of that situation like, hey, I'm a lesbian. I was just trying to have a baby. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. And that's you know what? There was an episode of The L Word. I It was like in the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, was it Betty? You know, I don't know them all by name. I see them all out yes. all the time, and they are not all... in the re- not in the real L word. Not it was in the real that, L word. It was on the actual L word. Oh, okay. It was Bet and oh my God, Tina, Bet and Tina, and Tina ended up being bisexual and going back to a man at the end of the show. Yep. Um, but Betty and Tina, they wanted a baby so bad that they actually tried the whole they before they did insemination. They tricked a man into doing a threesome. Then once they got him into bed, they brought out the device and said, we just need you for the deposit. <gasps> that is what you don't do, That's ladies. a no-no, ladies. That is a no-no. I respect all my gay friends and lesbians that are out there that are, you know, trying to have babies. But please do not, do not... <laughs> trick a man into a threesome there's a lot of legalities with that you know you there's a lot there's a lot than just what's in that cup okay mm-hmm. just because you need the batter doesn't mean you won't get the right kind of cake from it exactly <laughs> exactly so be careful what you wish for now also the term by curiosity it is not the same as being bisexual okay I've dealt with a lot of bi-curious chicks, and let me tell you, the most annoying thing known to man. The most annoying thing. Don't tell me, hey, I like you, but I just like you. Like, I don't like women. Then stop fucking around with me. Don't fuck with me. I'm sorry. We just don't do that. Because eventually, I know that I'm going to get hurt. You're going to go off and be your friend. That's it. I mean, I stopped messing around with straight chicks that wanted to live out their bi-curious fantasies like I'm done don't buy me a drink um unless if you're my friends hey spend all the money that's fine but if you're just some bi-curious chick at the gay clubs trying to look out for your gay fantasy for the night just don't do that it's not cute it's not cute it's not attractive and or at least don't pick you. Yeah, don't pick me. So if you know who Sapphire is, I and mean, you're following me on Twitter, and you want to live out your bi-curious, no, take that mess elsewhere. I love you. I'll give you a kiss on the cheek, but honey, we're not, I'm not living out your bi-curious. Just don't do that to anybody. Yeah, don't. It's just rude. Yeah. Don't be rude. As I like to say, stop slinging that ass. If your ass is not going both ways or one way, stop slinging that ass. It's not needed. So bi-curiosity is people who are of the homosexual or heterosexual identity who 
often try to show curiosity for the other sex or the same sex. But ultimately, they know at the end of the day, it was just a phase. Just a phase. Okay. I think it's time to get some more sexiness into play. And what better yet with our sexy playtime? Because everybody knows, you know, once you get to the from the club to the bedroom, it's time to bring out some sexy shit. I mean, Rachel, what do you like in bed? Women, if you don't mind me asking. Women. Um, <laughs> you know, at first I was never really comfortable with toys. Mm-hmm. Um, because I thought, oh, those are just so much like a man. If I wanted that, I would be with a man. And then my views have changed. Men don't vibrate. No. <laughs> Men don't every, vibrate. Unless if they got, you know, the cock ring that vibrates. But I no, do agree. Women, no, no, no. It's not the same. That's a very large misconception. It's not the same, ladies. Or gentlemen. Whatever you want to Can I use. just add? We don't get pregnant. We don't get pregnant. Don't have to worry about... It's not the same. And it's a very personal, personal thing. Personally, I like to use... um, I go to romantics a lot. And I like to use just... Pretty basically just a basic silicone vibrator. And waterproof. Because in the shower, everything is better. Oh my god. So, waterproof anything is number one. And um, I'm pretty basic with it. I mean, yesterday I just recently experienced a girl fucking me with a dildo. That's never happened before. And it was great. Yeah. It was it was actually really enjoyable. I was always weirded out by that because I always had this thing um, when I was just first starting out to be a bisexual woman. I always said, if I want some dick, I'll go find a dick. And if I want pussy, I'll go find pussy. Well... The world of toys, I mean, it's open Pandora's box. Like, I've always mentioned, like, good vibes, Adam and Eve, and the pleasure chest. And let me just say, frequent buyers, holiday shopping is about to come real quick. <laughs> Literally. Because I thought it was so fun. It was definitely very, it was a different experience, but it was a fun experience. So, even using, I want to possibly use a strap on next time, just. To see what this ranting and raving is about. Fabulousness. <laughs> That's what I've heard. It all depends on the woman, though. You yeah. gotta find the right woman to uh, to do it. Get right. it on with. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think toys are, are a great thing to bring into the bedroom, especially for women. And D, I think you have some toys on the list for us, right? Yeah, I made a really extensive list. I actually I didn't tell you this, but um, I got to talk to. A person who used to work at Good Vibes mm. and was also um, a bisexual woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also got to talk to just like a Good Vibes rep um, online earlier today when I was just verifying some of the stuff that I saw. Um, so, nice. There's a whole bunch of different things that. Oh no! We just lost D. We'll get her back soon. So don't worry. D had a great list, by the way, which is pretty interesting. So we'll go through it right now. Oh my gosh, that makes me so sad. <laughs> but anyways, we're gonna go on with without D for a second. Shut up, Skype. 
D. Okay, so anyways, Dee had a great list of toys, and we're going to go through them one by one, or a little bit of the favorite ones. So I personally do own one of these, and it is the most favorite one of all that I like to call the Butterfly Kiss Waterproof Vibrator. It's a multi-speed, very cheap, and it's also just really good. Um, what it's shaped like is like a teardrop just developed for the G-Spot, hits the clitters at the same time, which is a wonderful feeling. Absolutely love it. It's not too high in the volume, which is great. And so we absolutely love it. D, what happened, girl? That scared me. Oh, girl, I don't know what happened. <laughs> well, it's all good, because I was just starting to talk about the whole butterfly kiss. You know, that's my personal favorite. That's your favorite, and you know what's interesting? When I was looking over the toys, the lady was telling me, one lady that I talked to was telling me how some of the toys have been nominated. And actually, the Butterfly Kiss was um, 2012 AVN O Awards nominated for Outstanding Powered Product. Because, girl, let it me is, tell you. Let me tell well, you. I, I'm sorry I was not listening. This thing um, on volume scale is a two for being um, pretty silent, but the intensity is a four out of five. So... You definitely get the bang for your buck, and that thing is about $18. $18, so, and let me tell you, the, it's a great investment. on a budget, that's a perfect toy for you. It is. And let me just say, like, the battery life on it is amazing. It is amazing. And it takes just two little, you know, AAA batteries, and seriously, I go on hours on it. Like, you think I'm crazy when I start playing with it for, like, an hour, but, I mean... Usually for some toys, you play for an hour, an hour and a half, your batteries are about to go short. And it's like, I haven't changed my batteries in like three months. So it's it's definitely a great investment for 20 bucks. I say, well done on the Butterfly Kiss. It should have won, damn it. <laughs> well, we have one that um, has won quite a bit. And it is the third in the Wii Vibe couples vibrator um series the first one was a big seller second one was an even bigger seller and apparently the third one is just making moves i will oh say goodness. this one is one of the more expensive vibrators just because this sucker let me just explain it to you <laughs> so basically not only is this thing um like erotic friendly but it's also meant, also environmentally friendly. A lot of toys they're making nowadays are meant to be um, to be helping out the planet as well as helping you out in the bedroom. Um, 2012 XBiz Awards um, Innovative Pleasure Product of the Year for Technology. 2012 AVNO Awards nominated Outstanding Product for Women, Outstanding Luxury Product, Outstanding Innovation, and Outstanding Powered Product nominated in all categories but obviously it won a couple of them this thing is a really good investment um also if you're not if you don't want it too intense on a scale of a five it's a three but it's still silent with volume of a two um it's it's a really really awesome vibrator it's it, it's known for couples so you and your um partner uh, get got it going on. And let's the just, last one that oh, I wanted go to on, mention yeah. was the Naughty More Remote Pleasure Panty Thong. Now, 
This thing is $64. Oh. The vibration is on a three for intensity, but this is still a really good, like, sexy way to be discreet about when you're trying to get frisky, especially if you're into that type of thing, like, you know, you're in public and you have the remote and she's wearing the panties and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, like, you put it on two and y'all may be walking somewhere and she just stops like, oh my God. Would you do that? Like, you know, it's it's a very, I'm, I'm not a very discreet or quiet person. <laughs> so it's, when I'm fucking, the neighbors know, you can never fuck with the roommate home. It's, I mean, it's it's not happening. It, for me, it wouldn't work. But for other couples, I could, you know, I could see it working. Well, see, the lady at Good Vibes was telling me was that a lot of people, like, um, if they're into, like, power play, a lot of um, husbands or wives, if they're in a relationship with another woman, have gotten these briefs or this thong, because it comes in a brief or thong, mm-hmm. and they use it so they can work on how to be discreet about being, you know, sexual in public. How can you be discreet and be sexual in public? You would be so surprised. I'm, like, so hard at that, though. Like, if I'm going to fuck you in public, everybody's going to know. I'm going to give her the sex eyes, and the panties are going to drop. It basically trains you to be like, all right, keep it fucked down. (laughs) They're like, these panties are like training wheels. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can, like, put it this way. If I drop $64 on some training wheels and that shit doesn't work, I'm going to go off. I'm going to go the fuck off. I'm going to be like, you did not, you pleased me, but you did not keep me sexually tamed. Well, let's just get a pair and I will let you know how that trial goes. Okay, yes. Rachel's going to get a pair and she's going to let me know how that goes. If it proves... Even if you don't want to use it like training, you could use it like in the bedroom. Like, honey, put Yeah, I'll put them on in the bedroom. And then all of a sudden, just turn uh, turn up the thingy. Well, knowing the person that I might use them with, there's going to be a lot of hatred in that one. Because I'm a teaser and a pleaser, and she can't stand if I tease them at all. So can you imagine if I had control of, like, the panties? Like, I control the panties literally and be like... Well, then that could be fun. I mean, if she No, that's going to be... No, she's going to agree to it. She will agree to it. She has no choice. We never force ourselves upon women. Yeah, we never, you know, unless if they want it. That's rude. (laughs) Unless if they want it. In the bedroom, like, I have to sign a contract, you know, like, I may pounce on that ass. (laughs) Law number one. I may pounce Pounce on on that ass. ass. That's nice. (laughs) But no, I love these toys. And what we'll do for our fans out there. When you um, go to our website, eroticcityradio.com, we will list out all the toys that Dee and I have picked for this segment. And just because this is a lesbian episode doesn't mean for all our straight couples out there that are listening, you can't use these either. I mean, feel free to go and splurge away in all means. Splurge away. Sploosh. We're just opening the door now. Yeah, we're opening up Pandora's box for all the lesbians out there. And straight Actually, couples. And one straight couples. that I put on there that um, if you want, it is anal safe. It's called the Night Rider vibe. It's um, like Batman. It's gonna be like the P spot. 
the G spot mm. or the clitoris, whichever one you want, and it's twenty two dollars. And these are like easy ways to start, low cost. Yes. I mean, I could say like first low cost was I got a ten dollar vibrator from Spencer's, completely waterproof, glow in the dark, felt great, and I mean it was ten dollars. It lasted for a pretty good amount of time and I mean let's face it waterproof like yeah test it out on yourself have your partner test it out and then you know try it together and it was a vibrating dildo ten dollars easy go. way to start work your way up from there easy peasy or just go crazy. ahead first go ahead and I mean I don't ever I'm never gonna buy a rabbit again because we all know I damn near break every single one of them but I'm definitely thinking about buying that wandy I think I'm now like which one the Hitachi. I think I'll try it again. Girl, there's one even better than that. But, but I'm save yes, it for you gotta Christmas save it. Episode, okay? Yes, you gotta save it for the Christmas episode. It's amazing. We're it's jumping not, the gun, but it, it's I know. no oof. You it's make me talk about it. I don't want to talk about okay, it. Okay, we're not gonna talk about it. Oh, I'm sorry. For people to know right here now, um, whenever you do go and find a toy, it will usually say on there what material it is made out of. Um, just a heads up. If it is made out of silicone, two things that you would want to do. The first thing you would want to do is if you don't want to put a condom on the silicone um, toy, use water-based lube. A lot of times using silicone-based lube on a silicone toy messes up the material. Yes. So, and so definitely using water-based lube or gel because most gels are made out of water-based lube. Now, when it comes to water-based lubes, there's two types. There's water-based lube with glycerin, water-based lube without glycerin. If you are prone to yeast infections, please use the water-based lube without glycerin. And I actually made the notes to list all these different types of um, lubes. I definitely suggest looking over it because the way even water-based lubes feel different I say go with silicone. Um, it lasts a long time, and it's if you you, you need soap and water to get it yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. As messy as water-based glycerin lube can be, when that stuff gets dry, it can get kind of tacky and sticky. And, and like so, you get that residue, that build up, that residue build up, and it's just right. There's nothing and sexy a lot of about don't that. Like that. No. Me personally, my favorite silicone-based lube is Gun Oil. I think that stuff is amazing. I and ordered some. I, I ordered some finally. <laughs> I'm so excited. Cause D, oh my God. Take me later. <laughs> Girl, I might, I don't know. Christmas came early. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Christmas came early. But D, I do thank you for this segment because it's absolutely sexy. You know, nothing is sexier when you get the lube. And men, women out there, don't be offended if your partner wants lube it's good it's beneficial for the both of you trust me because yeah you might be a naturally wet it's good yeah you might be a naturally wet person you know that's fine come holla but that's fine (laughs) but um you know sometimes you start hitting all them spots and you kind of lose the oil the gasoline so you need to bring in some others and trust me it's it's okay it's not insulting do you you and your girlfriend use lube we don't. We we don't. We haven't tried it. Uh, we're still fairly new, so we haven't really gotten into the toy play. Mm-hmm. Um. So I mean, it's I, we haven't we haven't even talked about it. And that's another thing. Talk about it with your partner. Communication. 
talk about it. You don't just want to say, hey, I bought a dildo and <laughs> come home with it and be like, hey, let's oh do it. God. Yeah. I want to do that. You no. never want to do that. Talk it out with your partner. Um, I mean, that's something that I'm going to have to talk out with mine. Um, but we're, you know, no need to rush anything. Hold up. No, but I totally agree. Like, do not, do not try to bring in that. Don't just bring it. Don't ever do a surprise attack on any of your partners. Just, there's nothing. It's kind of like almost not insulting in a way, but it's just like, you just don't do that. Yeah. That's just not what you do. You don't. You're not necessarily implying that your partner do, isn't doing well enough, but that's how they'll take it. Right. And, I mean, I've been in that situation numerous times, and it's just, it's not something, it's not the situation that you want to be in when you're ready to get sexy. It's not the situation that you want to be in. And definitely, like, no one wants to be put, you know, in a position where it's like you're going to anger your partner. So, last but not least, we do have our favorite mainstream lesbian flicks. I mean, nothing's more exciting than sometimes bringing in a movie. Not just necessarily porn, but you can also bring in some bedroom boom flicks for your boom, if that makes sense. (laughs) I know I said boom twice, but we have the best mainstream lesbian flicks that are out there. One is a personal classic. I absolutely love this movie. It's called But I'm a Cheerleader. It's classic. Parents send this girl off to a, I guess you can say like a gay reform school, I believe it is. And so they find out that their daughter is a lesbian and they want to send her to a place where they're trying to make her straight. However, everybody at that school is like fuck this no they're all having affairs they're all fucking each other but she finds love and it's so cute it's a cute little lesbian movie i absolutely love it um there's also this sexy erotic thriller called bound one of the characters in it she was also in the famous movie striptease and let me just say there's some hardcore fucking in that movie where it's like Maybe more? no no not striptease um showgirls showgirls the crazy bitch that got what's her name started oh yeah i forgot her name yeah i forgot her name but she's always like in those movies she's always playing like a lesbian i think she is lesbian in real life but it's her i think so it's her and another care and another girl but bound is a beautiful erotic thriller it's cheesy at some points but it's like I would just skip to all the sex scenes. Just skip to all the sex scenes. Fuck your girlfriend at the same time watching that movie with the sex scenes in the background, honestly. Oh, another beautiful lesbian flick. And Rachel actually got mad because I didn't actually write it down on the list. But Gia with Angelina Jolie, the true story of supermodel Gia. She was a model back in like the 70s, 80s. She died, however, of drug overdose overdose yeah she died of a drug overdose but it's a beautiful story you know angelina gets her sweet lady kisses on it's it's worth watching it's very worth watching and it's glamorous for all you purses out there (laughs) it's glamorous and it's i mean it's a beautiful story yeah it's a great story true story and it's i mean it's a good watch yeah definitely definitely one to watch totally believe it's on netflix pretty sure no it's not on netflix anymore not this month 
Not this month at least. Okay, well, they had it on Netflix. Yeah. They might bring it back. But yeah. then again, they do have a whole gay and lesbian channel on Netflix, which Beautiful. my girl and I, we frequent. It, you know, it's really fun. It's really good. And Kissing Jessica Stein is also on Netflix under the gay lesbian. It's a funny story, actually. Um, it's about a straight woman. Not a straight woman, but a bi-curious woman gets involved, gets herself involved with a lesbian and... The rest is history. I don't want to ruin anything. You can guess what happens at the end. But it's an interesting movie. It's actually one of the pioneer 90s films to really display girl-on-girl interactions. So, it's a... it's Once again, it's called Kissing Jessica Stein. It's an American flick set in um, New York City. So, it's kind of like pre-Sex um, in the City for you. It's kind of cute. I'm going to have to look at some of those. Yes. Oh, and girl, you might want to watch this one. It's called Pariah. Pariah just came out earlier this year. Um, special shout out from Meryl Streep, who absolutely loved it. It's centered around an African-American girl who is lesbian, and she's dealing with her mother being homophobic, her father having an affair, and trying to deal with the fact that his daughter is no longer what he calls his daughter. So she's going through all these identity crises. In dealing with a lot of the black issues surrounding being yeah. gay. So it's definitely a beautiful movie. I suggest for everybody to watch it, regardless if you are African American or not. It definitely hits home for a lot of people who do have trouble coming out of the closet. And it does, it deals with a lot of issues, not just like with homophobia, but it does deal with racial issues. It also deals with by curiosity. There's a scene in that movie where it's just like, you fucking idiot. Like, you just get really mad at the character because you learn to like her, and then you find out some things at the end, and it's like, why did you do that? Why did you? Yeah. But it's a beautiful movie. It's a beautiful, well-written. The actress in it, it was her first film, and did a great job. So those are just some, you know, main flicks that you should start watching. And uh, just to wrap it up, we're not going to do Dirty Laundry, so I'll definitely put it onto the site because Dirty Laundry this week was a mess. But... Rachel, you're like my go-to person now, yes. I gotta say. Yes. So what are some places for you personally here in L.A., beautiful city of L.A.? Hello, hello. <laughs> what are some great places that you and your girls love to go to? Okay, well, we, I mean, I guess I could just give you like a week rundown. Yeah. If that helps at all. Um, so for the generally 21 plus crowd there's a lot of options that we have i mean not as many options as our amazing straight folk and listeners <laughs> y'all have a whole world we've got a street out here in uh california west hollywood we got a street a so, street just like castro just one just street. like the castro we've just got um, a street see, the castro's pretty big and it kind of expands in a different neighborhood so that's true this is very true yeah so y'all are very lucky up there but down here we out here um there's a whole bunch of different things to do. Monday nights are always like the slower, chill nights. Me and my girls usually go to Fiesta Cantina. Um, it's in West Hollywood on San Vicente and Santa Monica. They've got a, gr- a, dra- a great two-for-one drink special. Buy one, get one free. So that's great. Tuesday nights, we usually spend at Revolver, which is, you know, two bars away from uh, Fiesta. So you can go there, get your drink on, and then go over to Revolver. And they have... Beretta, which is um, just, it's a it's a club event that is put on by um, a few girls that I know. Um, Wednesday, Wednesday is a predominantly lesbian night at this place called The Abbey. 
And yes. the Abbey is on Robertson and Santa Monica. It's really great. You can go there for lunch. You can go there for dinner. Um, and then there's, you know, it's a club and a bar. 21 plus after, I believe it's 8 o'clock. Um, Been there a few times. And let me just say. The ambiance. And women. <laughs> everyone's just so, you know, just fancy, fantastic looking. And everyone's yes. just so friendly. And, you know, you can, you can bring anybody there. There's a little bit for everybody there, and I never leave without a hangover the next morning. That's one thing I have to say. The bartenders are more like, would you like some cranberry with your vodka? So you are definitely getting your $12 yes. for cranberry and vodka yeah. work there. They, they know how to fuck you up. That's their intention. Um, Thursday nights. Thursday night is for truck stop, really, um, which is right next to the Abbey. It's at Here Lounge, and it's on the same street, Robertson and Santa Monica. Um, they've also got a great bar. They do a lot of theme nights, which is really nice. A really great place to bring everyone. Low cover cost. Um, and most of these places do not have cover cost, um, just like the Abbey doesn't. I think Fantasy Friday sometimes does, and sometimes Truck Stop does. But it's all just to throw up. Just look online, check it out, do a little bit of research, see what you're getting yourself into first. Um, and then for our 18-plus crowd, Thursday night is really popular at... The Avalon in Hollywood on Tiger Heat on Vine in Hollywood. It is the popular 18 year old, 21 plus two full bar service. They got a few bars in there, but for, if you're 18 plus, go ahead and hit up Rage at the Avalon. Um, oh, got, they changed the name. Rage? Yeah. It's oh no, 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 no. Rage is Rage is in West Hollywood. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I'm talking about Tiger Heat. Yeah. Tiger Heat is at the Avalon on Thursday nights. 18 plus, 21 plus is also welcome. Um, and you're not split into two different areas, so you can bring all of your friends. That's cool. Um, Friday nights, there's Fantasy Friday, and that is, I don't know the name of the venue, but it's right across the street from the Abbey and Truck Stop in West Hollywood. It's pretty, basically, it's just a walking spree. Just go around and see what you can get into for um, all of our gay boys out there. There's Manhole. It's fabulous. Um, there's lots of stuff to get into. Just go out there and experience it. I'd say number one place to always hit up is Fiesta Cantina. Anytime, I think it's 9 p.m. to midnight, they've got two-for-one drink specials. And the best part about it is, you know when you go to a bar and you say, can I do the two-for-one and have two Coronas? And they give you one, and then you bring back the empty one. Oh, and then they give shit, you the other yes. one. They give you two at a time. So if you say, can I have two Coronas? You better walk away from the bar with four. That's what's up. That actually reminds me of one of my favorite places up in the cash show called The Lookout. They, too, have their two-for-ones. Also, if you go to Badlands, they also have Badlands was the shit. We're going to run down these quick because it's like our final minute. So we have Badlands and the Castro. Trigger. Thursday nights is hip-hop, y'all. At the Castro. Go. Thursday night is where it's at. At the Trigger. Um, also Friday nights, too. But I definitely recommend Thursday night if you want to get your hip-hop in. Also, the Lexington off a of mission. Any night is a good night. It's a predominantly lesbian club, which is great. The phenom- I mean, you get the whole crowd. Everybody's good looking though, so you're gonna be guaranteed to walk out the door with something or someone. Also, there's Ships in the Night, which is every Saturday, I believe, in Oakland's New Parish. Definitely check it out. Well, y'all, that actually wraps up our show for the evening, which is so sad. But I'd like to personally thank Miss Rachel for coming on our show. Thank you for having me, ladies. And Dee, thank you, girl, for being just awesome and phenomenal. Shout out to all our listeners out there, especially those who tweeted in. I mean, I cannot thank you enough. Please feel free to hit us up at eroticcityradio.com. Episode will be available tomorrow. So please check us out.
All right, next is my girl, Love and Sex with Lex. Support that Yay. sexy girl. We love her. All right, Air FM, y'all. We're done. Peace.